Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Blue Surge Podcast. It is Mike alongside Joe, and we have a great show for you today. We hope everybody's doing well, having fun opening Darkness Ablaze, whatever else you got going on. Before we get into our plan for today, Joe, how are you doing on this Tuesday afternoon? We are back on track, back on our Tuesdays. Uh, Doing well. Woke up early, just because my body told me to wake up. Uh, Got some stuff done. Did a little bit of shopping. I'm pretty excited about my shopping picks. I've gotten into cold brew recently, so I bought some coffee. And my parents are going to come over this weekend for dinner, and we really like Korean food. So I bought some marinated meats, and I got this really special meat that I'm really excited to try. Uh, we got I, I found Wagyu for not cheap, but enough to share a couple pieces, like a slice Wagyu. And you know what Wagyu is, right? I do, yeah. Okay. So Wagyu is a very, very expensive cut of meat. Usually it's like 30 bucks a pound, but I found a package for eight, like a, not a pound of meat, but it's like a package of eight do- for $8. So it was like enough, a pe- couple pieces for me, my, my, my parents. So um, I'm really sh- excited to try that. Saturday will be here before we know it. That's cool. Though. You got stuff going on. It is August 18th. Again, we were recording this on a Tuesday. Back on schedule, everyone back to our normal routines. Darkness Ablaze, when this comes out, is going to be a week old. So hopefully you have been, like we said last week and at the beginning of the show, opening a lot of stuff, pulling what you want, buying what you want, selling what you don't want, maybe pulling a Charizard VMAX that you can sell for just another box. Whatever that may be, hopefully you have had fun with this set we did open quite a few packs on PTCGO uh, because Joe is building his juggernaut of Stunfisk V. We opened a Crobat, and that was kind of it. I mean, other than like some Houndooms and... You know, you know what I forgot was a card that's in this set? Let me make sure it is. No, it's not, actually. I just saw, I saw someone open. I saw someone open a bunch of Darkness Ablaze, and there was a random Wobbuffet V sitting there. I was like, wait oh, a minute. It was probably from those uh, two-pack blisters where it's one Darkness of Blaze, one ba- uh, base set. And that is a good deal. You bought some of those too, yeah? Yeah, it it, it, it is what it is. Like I I got on average hits, but the hits that I got weren't that great. I did get a full art pierce, so which is pretty sweet. But other than that, was like right Rhyperior, Stonejourner, Marpico... Cards that aren't played, so it doesn't really matter. I, I just wanted the code cards, really. To build Stunfisk. To build Stunfisk, yeah. It's there is that bummer, right? Is is now that we play it from a competitive standpoint and we see the finances of the cards. There's like it's like it's like wealth in the real world. There's just like the one percent, right? You're opening packs and you're hoping for either a just a Pokemon you really like, or be something valuable. And because the sets are so big, it's like pulling a golden ticket, for God's sake. It is not easy. But Crobat seemed to be pulled enough. It's about 18 19 bucks right now. I would anticipate that it'll drop to probably about 15 We'll see. I don't think it'll go lower than that, though. Well, it depends, right? This is what we thought. I know Eldegoss is nowhere near as good as Crobat, but this is also what we thought with Eldegoss. So we're just going to kind of have to see and pay attention to how the pandemic impacts the prices of these cards. 
as of now, I would put in this. I would put in the same plate more at the Denegx than Eldegoss. Well, right, but I'm saying the only reason I'm comparing it to Eldegoss is because this is the only other time where we've had a set come out when there's no physical play happening. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Eld. I mean, I think Eldegoss still would have ended up cheaper than a Dedenne or anything. However, Dedenne came out when it was in the thick of play, and and Crobat is out when we aren't playing. And granted, it will be a super, super strong card. The other thing we have to remember, too, is like, I'm curious to see how fast people will be going for Crobats because unless you're playing both, we're going to have both Dedenne and Crobat in the same format. And that's very different than having Dedenne and Lele in the same format or anything like that. Um, it's We're going to have Jirachi, Dedenne, and Crobat all existing in the same format with Eldegoss with other things that will help with draw. So I am curious to see where Crobat leads. Again, it's just under $20 right now. We're thinking it'll drop to 15 I wouldn't be shocked if it did. But we're going to have to pay attention to that. In terms of prices other than that, hey, if you pull a Charizard VMAX, good for you. Uh, it's a little over $100 right now in terms of what it's selling for. I want to play Charizard, but I also don't want to touch Charizard because if I'm going to be spending $300 to $400 just on four cards of the deck, yeah, no thank you. There are, I mean, at that point, I'd rather just play Eternatus, which is something I still am interested in playing, or Scorch. Eternatus VMAX is about 15 bucks, so it's still not necessarily cheap compared to the other archetypes, but like your Eternatus, Eternatus is $4. Like just Eternatus V is $4. So, Which is not bad. But like on the flip side, too, you will get that box set coming out at some point. Well, that's part of the reason why it's dropped, right? VMAX doesn't have a box set. So it's always going to be up there, I think. Yeah, I, I can only imagine, I would assume, they'd come out with a Charizard tin or something that might help with the cost. They won't because it's a VMAX. You know what I maybe, mean? Maybe a box set or something. I don't know. Like it. They will and they won't, but they've been they've done a pretty, pretty decent job about trying to come out with boxes for cards that would be meta. So if people start playing it more and more, I think it might be a possibility. Uh, but I know there was talk about remember those battle arena decks, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think the only we got confirmation of what was going to be in those yet, right? Not as far as I know. I could see them maybe doing the Charizard Charizard VMAX in that battle arena deck. If they do, that'd be huge, because that's the thing. Because they're VMAXs, you have to bring one with the other. You can't just have a box that's Charizard VMAX. You can't make something out of the product. You can't make something out of the box instantly unplayable. So if they do, in fact, do that, it would have to be with both. And I just, other than a deck itself, I just find that pretty unlikely. We'll have to see, though. Other than that, I mean, you have your Secret Rare Rillaboom, Secret Rare Colossal, Turbo Patch. The Secret Rares, they gauge, like, Capture Energy is, like, 14 bucks, but Rillaboom is closer to 30 Prices aren't that bad right off the bat in the set, which, again, is something that we've noticed during the pandemic. I don't know how much different it would be if we weren't in a pandemic. I do think things like VicaVolt would be more expensive because pre-rotation... Vikavolt is pretty strong, and I think if Worlds were to happen, I don't think Vikavolt would be a $2 card, quite frankly. But because 
of rotation and the situation we're in. It's about a two buck card. Senna Scorch, another archetype people are looking into playing. You can get the VMAX for about 10 bucks. And Senna Scorch itself is, I'm going to look right now. I'm guessing it's about two or three. It's $1.75. So it's pretty easy to get Senna Scorch going. So if you're interested in fire, like for the first time in my life, I'm interested in playing fire. Senna Scorch VMAX is a very approachable list to start looking at. And then finally, the last archetype, we have Decidueye. Decidueye is a deck that people have been building and messing around with. It is stronger pre-rotation. However, that deep forest camo ability, making it immune to Vs and GXs, make it entertaining, make it attractive, even post-rotation. So, And that's like a 40-cent card. Even Turbo, turbo Patch is a 30-cent card. Just normal Turbo Patch. So that sucker just plummeted right off the bat. So in terms of buying the set, unless you're looking to play Charizard, everything is pretty affordable. Sure, your Crobats are up there, but I I think this set right now, anything you want, maybe wait another week or two, but prices should be exactly where you want them to be if you're interested. You agree with that? I I don't think they're going to go anywhere. No, no, I don't think. uh, They said... As long as people aren't playing in person, and I think those prices will drop a little bit more. Yeah, they will. Maybe buy a buck or two sometimes, but they will at least drop a little bit. Yeah, I don't think Crowback will be go under 15, though. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But this is the reason why... Like I did, Even though I did buy some packs, this is the reason why now, like, if you're going to invest in singles... I probably would be spending more than twenty bucks or so for the cards that I want, except yeah. for Crobat views. But right, Crobat, Crobat's something that you'll have for the next couple of years and will be playable in almost every deck you imagine. And you hope that world, the world goes back to normal. Hopefully, in a couple months, but who knows? Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, I think Crobat will have at least a two-year lifespan, right? Oh, at, at least right because it's going to survive. It's obviously surviving this rotation, and it's going to survive the next rotation as well. Because yeah, so, you imagine this is an August set. They're probably going to remove like I don't know what they're gonna remove. They'll probably remove right at probably, the Dene, probably. Yeah, they're gonna probably remove all of uh Sun and Moon stuff and go from sword and shield base. Yeah, so yeah, it'll just be like yeah. all the unified minds and everything. well unified yeah, unified minds and stuff would go away. Yeah. Or not Unified Minds, sorry. Unbroken Bonds. That's where Dedenny's one, right? Or is it Unified Minds? It's one of those two. It, it's still it's on a moon block area. So uh, until they come out with the Denny V, probably, and the same card. Yeah, we'll just have to see. Yeah. Aside from that, though, in terms of news, we had a couple things. Nothing too crazy for us. The Elite Trainer Box Plus that we talked about probably two or three weeks ago we did get a little more information on that. Again, this is essentially an ultra version of an Elite Trainer box. It's going to have 12 packs instead of 8, so therefore it's going to cost 60 instead of 40. It'll have an extra promo card, but really, the only thing you're getting by paying that extra $20 that would be like a deal, quote-unquote, is the extra promo. Because mathematically, going from 8 to 12... And going from forty to sixty dollars, it it basically is the same thing in terms of price. 
So do what you will with that, but that will be coming out with the Vivage Voltage set in November. Aside from that, this isn't a product, but we did have a really weird piece of news come out. So we were all opening Crobats, we're all open to turn to this Charizard VMAX. Someone, however, pulled something that nobody has seen and nobody knew about, and that isn't even in the set. Yes, somebody pulled a 25th anniversary promo card that has not been revealed to us whatsoever. Big oopsie in terms of the people printing the Pokemon cards. Chimchar, which is, a, is stamped as a promo, was pulled in the Darkness of Blaze set. This is a card that's a card out of... This card is 12 out of 25, and it looks to be kind of like a McDonald's or like Target, you know, like a store or a restaurant promo set. The assumed information here is that this would have been coming out in February during the actual anniversary time. And because it's out of 25, the implications that were made basically is that you'll have a card for every single starter and then Pikachu. So 25 total. Someone pulled this in a Darkness of Blaze kit. I believe this has only been done one other time before. This is weird, though, because, right, you're sitting here, you're like, I pulled this super rare card, right? But then it's like, I don't know, it's still probably a quarter. It's cool, though, right? It's still cool it, that you did it. Yeah, it, it it would be pretty neat to have in a collection. Like, the only thing that kind of worries me a little bit, it is a kind of a, a crummy picture. So, it, I don't know. I, I doubt it's fake, but... Oh, sorry. Um, I, I should find this. It was confirmed to be real. It was it? Yeah, I don't have any of the information in front of me right now because I just didn't think about like that part of it. But it, yeah. it was, in fact, confirmed. Let me look up right now. You'll probably hear me typing. Um, I believe it was confirmed. I want to make sure I get this right, though. Well, either way, I'm going to get a lot of uh, uh, kids' meals. Yeah, there will be a lot of kids' meals to get. Yeah, it was confirmed that this card was pulled. So cool for them. It's I'll, just a... my, I'll just get my nephews to McDonald's and like, hey, can I have your cards? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Why are we getting Happy Meals for the fifth day in a row this week? No worries. Give me your Happy Meal prizes. Un Uncle Joe needs the cards. Yep, Uncle Joe is building this really cool deck, and he needs this. With anyway, cards. though, February will come around. These promos will be floating around. I'm sure we'll revisit this in two or three months but it's a cool little piece of news and it's a cool little story because if you were the person that pulled that that had to be pretty dope finally our last piece of news we'll dive into for quite a little bit of time here we did finally get some cards revealed to us from vivid voltage our fall set this is the set that revolved around pikachu and pikachu vmax and we got about seven or eight cards revealed to us a lot of them are Pikachu's. <laughs> but there Pikachu. are cards there are cards worth going into here aside from that. But let's just start with the Chubby Mouse itself. Pikachu V. Pikachu V was revealed last week, basically right as the podcast went live. Pikachu V is a 190 HP electric type for one lightning and has charge where you search your deck for up to two lightning energy and attach them to this Pokemon. And then for two lightning and a colorless thunderbolt, 200 damage, and you discard all energy from yourself. It's got a retreat of one, weak to fighting. It's VMAX, 
is 310 HP, which we assumed it was going to be lower. For three lightning, it does G Max Volt Tackle, which is 120 damage. You may discard all of your energy. If you do, it does 150 more. So it does 270 at best. Retreat of one, weakness to fighting. Now, I look at this card as just an average card. It's nothing crazy. The discarding energy to hit the damage increase you need is pretty cruddy because there's not a whole lot of reliable acceleration. But you brought this up a couple days ago when this got revealed that it seems like now all VMAXs are having an attack similar to this. Like there's so many cards that do something just like this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Pikachu V Max discard your cards, do X more amount of damage. You have Grimmsnarl V Max, where you put X amount of energy back into your hand, and you do X amount of damage. You have Rillaboom V Max, you discard X amount of fire, uh, grass energy, and you do X more amount of damage. And it all seems to be like between 270 and like Rillaboom is 280, I think. You're still two shotting. Yeah. Right, it's it's weird. I do think they're doing this number so you can deal with tag teams a little better. It it, it does help with tag teams because you do have vitality band, you do have options. But yeah, it's we've seen this before though. Pokemon repeats a lot of things. This isn't new. I mean, we we always talk about the fact that we always see that one attack where fighting types are like, "Do two ten, don't use this attack next turn." So. We've seen it a hundred times before. Pikachu VMAX, it would be cool. It's just, there's no way to accelerate. There's no Thunder Mountain. There's no ways to really, really make this smooth. So at this point, you're still rather playing Peek Around, Bolton, Vikavolt, Raichu, Raichu. There's a hundred things you'd be playing over Pikachu. But we do have a Pikachu VMAX, and I imagine that it will have like a semi-Pikachu tax. It will not be as expensive as Charizard, but I do think it might be up there. Yeah, I think one thing that could have made this VMAX pretty cool, instead of hitting an extra 150, I'd be cool with an extra 120, and then flip a coin for potential paralysis on the on the opponent's Pokemon. What, if you discard all, does 240 and paralysis? It does 240 and flip a coin for paralysis. Do you have to discard any energy? Um, let's say two instead of all. Well, because, yeah, that'd be pretty strong, I guess, in that respect. 240 like, and an instant coin flip. And a coin flip for paralysis. I think that'd be interesting. I mean, Pikachu VMAX's... Pikachu, its Gigantamax form in the video game does paralyze as its attack. So That's what I was actually going to be cool. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to have some sort of paralysis effect. It doesn't, but it's here, so we know about the staple Chunky Boy for the November set. Following the electric types, there was another card revealed. Familiar to us, especially if you've played the last couple of years, we have an Electrode. Electrode is a 90 HP stage one with the ability Buzz Zap Generator. Once during your turn, if this Pokemon is on your bench, you may knock out this Pokemon, so your opponent will take a prize. If you do, search your deck for up to two Lightning Energy and attach them to your Pokemon in any way you like. Its attack is two Lightning and a Colorless for 110, but really... Electrode's been around like this before, where either it becomes the energy or it brings out the energy by knocking itself out. It's a neat ability, and it will see play during its 
life cycle in standard rotation. I like cards like this, though, right? It is acceleration. It's only lightning energy, but I, I think this card is a solid card, yeah? Yeah, um, I think it'd be interesting. I think people might play this with, uh, was it the smokescreen, right, from the set? Yeah. Smokescreen, I think it's called, where if you get knocked out, is it by opponent's attacks or not? Let me double check this. Oh, maybe not. Because it says damage from an attack from your opponent's Pokemon. What does it do? Uh, if the Pokemon's card is attached and knocked out by damage from attacking from an attack from your opponent's Pokemon, that player discards any prize card taken from that knockout. So, oh, so instead of losing prizes, but I guess this wouldn't work because it's from an attack, right? Yeah. It'd be a cool idea, though. I mean, Electrode is decent. It's yeah. decent. And Electrodes in the past never necessarily saw play, but... It is good acceleration, especially with the loss of Thunder Mountain and things like that. You do have Tapacoco Prism still, so you could potentially put up three energy. To, we can put up four energy in a turn onto your bench. So Electro does set up some interesting scenarios. We're just going to have to see if it uh, actually gets played. We have a water type. We have Barasuda. It's a 120 HP stage one. It's got for one water energy target skewer. You just choose one of your opponent's bench Pokemon and does 20 to them for each damage counter on it. Second attack hits for 60. It's kind of irrelevant. It's got a retreat of one. Irrelevant. All that stuff's irrelevant. That first attack, though, target skewer. 20 damage for each damage counter on it. Man, do I wish this was a basic. Man, do I wish this was a basic. Because in the past, we have had a card like this. We had an Esper. There was an Esper that for three energy, I want to say, it was pretty hefty, but you played it a Malamar, did 10 damage to a benched Pokemon for each damage counter on it. I believe that was the text. That was a very fun tech card, and it was played in Toolbox Psychic decks. Barrascuter for one energy is really good, so it is definitely possible that this sees play. As a stage one, Joe, do you see this seeing any play? <sighs> Uh, I, I probably don't because we're losing Ditto, Prism Star. Right. So that versatility is gone. I can't off the top of my head think of any significant water spread card, especially because you're losing Volcanion, Prism Star. Right. That did 100 damage and I think either 20 or 10 did damage. Spread, yeah. And it did spread. I can't really think offhand if there's any spread damage available. What was the previous Barrascuta? I know it was discard two energy one thirty. I don't think it was a snipe though. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't a snipe like this. I can't think of a significant significant water snipe card offhand uh, that could benefit from this attack. You know what? I could. I. I'd, I'd probably mess around if I had the resources, which I can get on TCGO. I'd honestly mess around with this in a Decidueye deck with like an Aurora energy because that could work. well because something that Decidueye struggles with is it struggles taking those big knockouts mm -hmm. and I'm not saying Barrascuta can just blow crap back left and right however with Aurora energy and things like that you do put yourself in a situation where if you do put a 1-1 line in your deck that it is available you could probably take a knockout because 10 damage counters on something means this hitting this is hitting for 200. So you don't need a bosses. You can just hit something from the bench. 
again, I really, really wish it was a basic. It would be a lot easier to put in stuff, even with it being just a water energy, so you can't use colorless. I think this card is below average, but unlike most cards that are below average, it has a very niche situation where it could be pretty useful. Because Esper wasn't very good until it was good. Until you realized how synergistic it was in Malamar. So we're just going to have to wait on Barracuda and see. Just kind of like Electrode. On the surface, they're average cards, but they do have a really, really strong situation waiting for them if it shows up. Now that I'm thinking about more and more about it, I remember there was Cramorant cards that were uh, spreading. Cramorant Scuda, let's do it. Cramorant Scuda, uh, too bad. Cramorant the V is is Cramorant V is a colorless, right? Yeah, you can still use it. But you have the Cramorant card where you have the water arrow. Yeah, yeah, attack. Yep. You can snipe twenty. So I guess we can really just start like smacking. Barrascuda Salamence, let's go, baby, let's go. Salamence yeah. snipes. It does, and it hits hard. I wish there was, was it, we gotta look and see if there's a water V that will start hitting and sniping. Oh, wait a minute. We can do this with uh, Inteleon. Oh, yeah. Inteleon. Inteleon. Now, okay, there's now Kira. all these water sniping cards are starting to come out now. Too bad they all evolve, so it'll take seven years to get there. However, if you like spread and you like water types, that'll be cool. Finally, we have our last card we're going to talk about, and I think this is the card that we like the most. I think this is a card that, that we tend to like more than the rest. We got an Orbeetle and an Orbeetle VMAX. Orbeetle V is a grass type, 180 HP. For one grass, it does 20 damage, and you can switch this with your bench Pokemon. It is a May, so you don't have to. For one grass and one colorless mystery wave, 50 damage plus 30 for each energy attached to your opponent. Your opponent's active Pokemon. Retreat of one, weak to fire. It's VMAX, 310 HP, has the ability Wonder Beam. Once during your turn, if this is your active Pokemon, you may put one damage counter on each of your opponent's Pokemon. Eh, Barriscuta, eh? For one grass and a colorless, it has G-Max Wave. 50 damage plus 50 for each energy attached to your active, your opponent's active Pokemon. Man, oh man, Joe, this was like, this was just one, one word change away from being a super, 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 super fun and good card. If you replaced the term energy in that attack, with damage counters, kind of like Sableye V, then it would be 50 damage plus 50 for every damage counter, and your ability puts damage counters down? Ah, oh, this was so close to being a good card, man. It was so close. Yeah, it, I, I'm, I'm sad. I'm really sad. Like, it's still not bad, but it, it, came, it went from an oh, like above-average card and it could have been a, like an awesome like grass deck meta defining deck. Nope. Most cards either A discard energy after they attack or B attack for like two energy. Th there's there's not a lot out there that Vmax a G uh, Orbital Vmax threatens with this attack. So it's kind of just like not good. 
which is such a bummer because I love Orbital V Max. I mean, and maybe, maybe in this set, maybe cards start to circulate where they they do have a lot of energy and Orbital can be played because the card is good. It is a good card. Would you agree? Ability, attack. It's at least it is a good V Max. Yes, it's a, it is a good V Max. Don't get me wrong. But if you're gonna play against the Pikachu V Max, good luck trying to hit. Anything to knock it well, out. Or like a Charizard. Eternatus only uses two energy. Dragapult only uses two energy. Charizard discards. Scorch could. You you do kind of run up against Scorch, all right, but I don't think that's a matchup you want to be facing in the first place because you're weak to fire. So that's energy. Yeah, I, I that's a lot a lot to go through for VMAX or Beetle here. But it is a cool card. We do like it. I I guess that's kind of that. Finally. Finally, 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 we have a trainer card. Again, there's a list of a bunch of Pikachus, but they're, they're just Pikachus. Some of them do Thunderbolt. Some of them do Quick Attack. Some of them just look at you funny. They're there. Wind and Stadium was announced. Of course, it is a stadium card, and it says whenever a player plays a V Max from their hand to evolve a Pokemon V, heal 100 damage from that Pokemon. Again, kind of like Orbeetle. If you just read the text, you go, okay, this is this is a good card. It heals your VMAXs. There's not a lot of heal going on in the format right now, except for Mallow and Lana, really. Especially for multi-prize cards, because you can't pick them up like with uh, Scoop Up Net. Can't really do anything like that. So Mallow Lana is really your only efficient option. Winden Stadium would be nice, but how late are people evolving their VMAXs to the point at which this matters? I don't know if, if that will come into play with Devo Spray. Who knows? Yeah. Like, that's what's weird about it, because you this, have to... I don't know. I think it's too early to tell what's going to happen, but I think this could be a potentially a toxic card. It could... Yeah, okay. It could become a potentially toxic card, but that's in a really weird timeline of events. Like you said, there has to be some devolving VMAX that, or or there has to be a V and a VMAX that are just as good as each other. Like there has to be a Pokemon that is so good by itself and still good when it evolves that makes it worth it because Vs are easily one shot. VMAXs are what makes the format what it is. And I feel like you're aiming to VMAX really early on in the game because they're usually your main mechanic. And I guess at that point, any early aggressive damage is nullified, right? Like that, those first couple turns where maybe someone hits for like 30 or 40 or 50, that would get nullified, so that's cool. But other than being an early game card, again, like you said, unless a really weird timeline occurs here where we get some really wacky devolving stuff happening, I don't see this card seeing a whole lot of play. Again, it's, it's a card that ignores early pressure so maybe it becomes a one of for that reason like we do have skyla in the format now we do have ways to get stadiums with guzman hala like it could but it's after the early game it really doesn't have a place do you think this takes a dump on single prizers no i don't think it does because i don't know i i mean Single prizers don't benefit from early pressure any more than any more than V's do because like, okay, what's the best single prize deck right now? Spirit Tomb. Spirit Tomb does not give a crap what you do. 
Like it's either two shotting you or one shotting you, and I don't think this is a determiner. It could be, but the way Spirit Tomb operates and the way it ramps up damage, I just don't see it. I don't see it running into a situation like that, especially which, because now Spirit Tombs run with toughness cape. Yeah, which is a new like way of playing it, which I think is pretty cool. Well, it becomes 110 HP Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, so Hustle Belt's completely useless. Yeah. Because um, I think you do more damage than Hustle Belt if you do it correctly. Because in there, you're playing it with Spike Moth Stadium. Yeah. You have switch cards because Spike Moth basically says if you switch a card to your bench, you do 20 damage to it. Yeah. So um, people are playing that with Spirit Tomb, Toughness Cape. Unfortunately, you kinda, you're going to lose Rainbow Energy. But I think that's okay. Because you got that and. You got other spirit tombs with uh, Jinx that Jinx can switch still things around. Yeah, it, it's it's cool. Uh, it, but like going back to it, spirit tomb doesn't care about your VMAX healing a hundred. Spirit tomb's gonna blast you for 250, 300 damage, and at that point, if it doesn't kill you after one hit, healing a hundred's not gonna solve your situation. And if you're evolving into a VMAX, that means that you were only a Pokemon V previously. And Spirit Tombs just eat that up. So, I don't know. I, like I said, I think this card is a really... It's a it's a luxury card. That's what I'll deem it as. If you have space in your deck to play it, and you're just looking for a 60th slot, it can be a cool thing, again, to nullify early pressure. Other than that, though, I don't really see it. So, that's that. It's an average card. Again, a lot of these cards, like we said... Could be good in certain scenarios, but with the meta we currently know, it, it isn't yet. So we're just going to have to kind of wait around and see. I assume we're also going to get the rest of the set probably by next week's episode. Probably in an hour when we finish recording. Yeah, it'll be something like that. But that kind of wraps up our show. Again, we thank you all for listening and supporting the show. If you ever want to talk to us or ask us a question, our Twitter, our Facebook, that is the best place to contact us. We're usually pretty quick to things, so if you have anything you ever want us to talk about on the show or comments you have about things that we discuss, please, please, please feel free to do that. Again, the support is awesome. We hope you enjoy your weekend, time with family and friends, work, whatever you got going on as we head into the fall. Stay safe, and we will see you next time.